you are listening to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv Austin and I believe that anyone can cook. Since being diagnosed with endometriosis, I have been on a journey to find out what food makes me feel great. By cooking my meals from scratch, not only have I started feeling much better, I've also fallen in love with cooking completely. So every week we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. I often just pop a few tomatoes into my salads or pasta dishes for colour. And though I love the taste of them too, I haven't really thought about what they do for my health. Welcome to the From Scratch Body. We are going to look at the health benefits of tomatoes today. It is a colourful fruit playing the role of a vegetable. The tomato is a fruit which originated in South America. Are you noticing how many things I'm talking about in the last few weeks that originated in South America? What would we do without that continent? But anyway, it is now used all over the world in so many different ways and it's usually thought of as a vegetable. You use it from raw on its own, through salads, pasta dishes and stews, all the way to hardly recognisable in ketchup and other sauces. It's important to keep in mind that the way we consume tomatoes plays a huge part in what the health benefits actually will be, obviously. So, And so does the way and location that they've been grown, as well as the time of year and how they have been packaged and stored. There are also some small differences between different types of tomatoes, like large salad tomatoes versus cherry or plum tomatoes, for example. That being said, let's look at some of the general health benefits of tomatoes. Though a large part of tomatoes is made up of water, the remaining parts hold a lot of nutrients, one of the main ones being vitamin C. A large tomato can provide you with around 30% of your recommended daily vitamin C intake. Vitamin C, as we know by now, if you've read any of my articles or listened to any of my previous episodes, is great for building and maintaining your immune system, helping your body repair itself and the maintenance of bones and teeth. Tomatoes are also rich in fibre, which is great for your gut health and digestion. I would say essential for your gut health and digestion. The bright red or yellow or orange colour is a clue. Tomatoes contain beta carotene, which is converted into vitamin A in the body. Vitamin A is important for your eyesight, helps lower the risk of some types of cancer and is great for your bone health and for your skin. Tomatoes contain quite a bit of the antioxidant lycopene, which can help lower the bad type of cholesterol and may even help prevent sunburn. Now, it's important to mention that some people can be allergic to tomatoes too, so keep this in mind if you are wondering if you may be reacting badly to them. It is also very important to thoroughly rinse your tomatoes if you've bought them before you eat them, because just like other fruit and vegetables, they can contain salmonella. Do you eat a lot of tomatoes? Which kind do you most often get? And how do you use them in the kitchen? Message me on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you and learn from you. Now we're going to make one of my childhood nostalgic favourites, oat biscuits. 
So I suddenly had a nostalgic moment where I remembered making oat biscuits as a child and taking them with us on walks in the woods. So I messaged my mum, who sent me a photo of her original recipe. So this is a wholesome snack from my childhood, and it's basically just stolen from my mum's recipe, but with some alternatives if you want to make them slightly healthier. Oat biscuits, this will make about 30 to 40 little biscuits. You need 250 milliliters of single cream. That's one generous cup. Uh, A healthier version here, if you want to uh, try that, is milk or oat milk. I tried the latter, which was really nice, actually. It's not as sweet, but it's still lovely. One to two cups of wholemeal flour. You can go totally oat heavy here and use oat flour or even mix it up with a nut flour. I haven't tried any of these, but I'm sure that that would do the trick just fine. You need one cup of oats, a teaspoon of baking powder and a pinch of salt. That's all. Then you preheat the oven to about 220 degrees Celsius. That's about 428 Fahrenheit. You mix the dry ingredients together. Start with one cup of flour and see how much you need and fold in the cream. So add more flour after this if needed. You want this to be a dough that you can roll thin on the kitchen top with a rolling pin without it sticking too much, but also not too dry or solid because they will go a bit drier in the oven. When you've rolled the dough out, this was the favorite bit for me as a child, use the top of a narrow glass to make roundly shaped biscuits and transfer them to a baking tray covered in baking paper. Cook for 10 minutes, that's it. Keep an eye on them because 10 minutes might be just a bit too much for some ovens. And then let cool on a wire cooling rack and then tuck in. Did you make the oat biscuits? Were they a hit? Did you take them on a walk with you? Share on Instagram, I'd love to see them. And I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember that you can always check out the recipe on my website, thefromscratchbody.com, if you want to have it in front of you when you're cooking. But be brave and make it your own too. Also check out my Instagram at thefromscratchbody and my YouTube channel, The From Scratch Body, for lots of food inspiration that you can totally recreate yourself. Remember, cook from scratch and your body will thank you. See you next week.